Is it me? Am I the drama? I don't think I'm the drama. Smash. Susie. Wait, what, was, what was the game? No, I don't want to play any more games. I have done a lot of things in my past. Hi, sisters. I did it. Hello, and welcome to What's on Your Feed. I'm Rose Confetti. And my name is Henny Soy. We're both on Wajak Nunga Buja. And we are approaching the festive season, a.k.a. capitalism at its finest, <laughs> a.k.a. gift season, a.k.a. treat yourself season, aren't we, Henny? <laughs> and I'm fully invested. I'm all about the consumerism. I've bought half of my gifts. I even started in October. I'm all about it. <laughs> gift giving is one of my favourite things. TikTok also loves gift giving. Specifically, my feed has been absolutely inundated by advent calendars in particular, which I think we're all ready to admit now. They're not to give as gifts, they're to buy yourself. Oh, for sure. They're little (laughs) treats for me. To open all at once. (laughs) Do you feel like you would have the self-control to open it day by day if you got like a really good one or one that you really liked from a certain brand or would you just open it all at once i've been thinking about this a lot because i love advent calendar videos especially the makeup ones but it makes me go i don't want to buy it because i like the surprise i want the surprise and yes i could just keep scrolling and not watch the video but i don't have that self-control either so I think if I did buy one, I would buy one that I hadn't seen on TikTok Mm. and I would open it day by day because I like the little treats. Now, last year we spoke about advent calendars and we decided that our favourite was the Bon Marche Jam one. And I don't think I've seen anyone review that this year. I haven't. (laughs) Now, let me talk about the ultimate advent calendar tester on TikTok. She beats all of the rest purely by how excessive she is with this testing. Her name is Mary Berry, and she has spent over $10,000 in advent calendars and is opening one a day for 24 days. I spent over $10,000 on luxury beauty advent calendars. We're going to open one a day for 24 days. Day one is Dior. I paid $750 for this, and I can't wait to see what's in it. First up is this cutie little J'adore Dior. I love J'adore Dior. J'adore. (laughs) (laughs) that's so funny to go instead of opening one little window in my advent calendar i'm gonna open a whole advent calendar literally so how like so she could be getting between depending on what type of calendar is 12 products a day or 24 products a day and she's actually a product developer so specifically with like skincare and makeup items so she sounds like she knows her shit like every time that's another thing i was like how the fuck does she afford this of course this is something that she can just put on her tax that's the way a lot of influencers do these hauls we've spoken about this a few times they will buy things and they can use it as a tax write-off oh bloody what a dream like can i do that i might have to talk to my accountant now to add the, an extra layer of christmas joy to this experience she actually wrapped all of the calendars as well so she unwraps the calendar. That's adorable. And then goes through them. Now, day one was Dior. All right. So we're starting starting big, setting the tone. So we're at day 13 at the time of the recording. This was the most expensive one oh. out of the what she's done so far. Okay. And let me tell you, honey, I would <sighs> not be spending actually even like a dollar on this. 
Ooh, okay. Why? It is literally just fucking samples. No. It is so bad. It's like little perfume bottle samples. Like one point she opens an ornament, but it's not even like a bougie ornament. It's like a flat star. Oh, no. It's on a little bit of string. It is giving bare bones. Some of these calendars will tell you how much how much the product is worth within the calendar, and usually it's meant to be more than what you pay for the fucking calendar. Mm. They don't tell you how much these products are worth. You want to know why? Because they're testers and they're not worth anything. That makes me so angry. (laughs) That makes me so upset. Now she did Louboutin on day two. Wait, as in shoes? Yes, but <laughs> this one is just their makeup. Okay, I don't think I knew that they did makeup. Well, I think I found out through people like Jeffree Star because he did all those like, this is the most expensive lipstick in the world oh, yeah. videos. Now, I did remember a few years ago, I don't know if I'm making this up, I thought they did an actual shoe advent calendar. That would be insane. That would be incredible. Um, but yeah, this one's just makeup. It's a little bit better. It's kind of cute. It comes out like a little train, um, and each Aww. cart has a product in it. But they gave her random things like charms, and she was like, I've got nothing to put these charms on other than like, I guess, the lipstick. Like you could put a little ribbon through the lipstick or something and put the charms on there. Like random. Louboutin was $600 and it was worth $675 worth of product in it. Can you imagine dropping that much on an advent calendar? Like, actually, that's a lot of money. In comparison to some of the advent calendars, like she got one from Liberty London. Now, Liberty is like a beautiful, very bougie shop in London. Mm. And she paid $320 for that and she got $1,266 worth of value of products in that. She did a video on day four about a company called Space NK and I've never heard of these people before, but she paid $305 for that and she got $1,300 worth of product and it was like full-size products as well, like Olaplex. Yeah, that's good. So thanks to Mary Berry, I now have an idea of what I think makes an advent calendar a flop number one when it's 12 days yeah what the fuck is 12 days of christmas <laughs> and has that ever been a thing are you opening every second day or are we opening from halfway through december i know it's so unclear because it does do days like one to 12 so you'd think do i follow the dates and then we just stop I just have yeah. nothing before Christmas. Boo, like, I, this is meant to be a little treat for me <laughs> up until Christmas. <laughs> now, other things I think are shit. Samples. Let's yeah. move away from samples, especially you, Dior. That's unacceptable. Like, all of these designer advent calendars that are giving you literally perfume samples, flop. Big fat flop. That's my phrase for this advent calendar season (laughs) yeah if you could get it for free just in your bag thrown in by the sales assistant it should not be in a calendar designers who are doing ornaments as well they're always really they look low quality they look flat they don't even look as good as like what i would get at kmart Dior had like this like really sad fucking star they were trying to give people not into it Mm mm-mm And we're talking specifically about makeup advent calendars here. Why the fuck are we getting stationery in them? Some (laughs) of them were giving people like lined notebooks. No. 
Uh, that's a, that's a cop out. I bet they got them made on fucking Vistaprint or something. <laughs> you know what else I can't stand is when they just give multiple of one product in different colors. Like I understand maybe with eyeshadow, you could do really nice individual mm. eyeshadows, but don't be giving me a nude lip liner and then a red lip liner to go with the red lipstick. Like yeah. there's just no point. And if you're going to do that, like, give me them in the same box. I don't want to wait <gasps> yes. for things to come together and be, like, really left out. Okay. My last thing of, like, what makes a flop specifically with makeup advent calendars is when they give you, like, powder puffs or um, little tiny sponges or anything that's for the application of makeup, but it's literally again something that you could walk into Mecca and get for free. I just think with advent calendars... Don't just give me the stuff that didn't sell or you didn't put in the freebie box this year. But what about a good advent calendar? What would make a good one? A good advent calendar will take me all the way to Christmas. Yes, full 24 days. A good advent calendar will give me full-size products. Every now and again, I'm not asking for them in every single window. Yes. But you've got to give me some. Oh, a good advent calendar gives me an exclusive. Something that I can't (gasps) buy off the shelf. Maybe it's just special packaging. I don't care. But I want something that Mm. only the advent calendar girls get. Well, speaking of packaging, an advent calendar has got to look pretty. Oh, yes. I love a drawer. And you know what also makes a good advent calendar is when it is genuinely worth the price. Like I want it to be a good deal, worth more than what I'm spending. Someone has been doing the Lord's work for us in terms of giving us a breakdown on value for money around Christmas stuff, you know, Christmas gift sets. Mm -hmm. It's a great idea. I'm open to it. If anybody who's getting me a gift is listening, (laughs) I'm open to a gift set from Mecca. And if you want to know the best value, Mm. we've got a girl who can hook you up. Yes. So Peter Marine, and I'm pretty sure that's her name because she's actually a scientist, scientist slay. Uh, She is a marine scientist and she decided to take it upon herself to review the different types of gift sets and calendars that are in Mecca. She's also going to do Sephora. It's not a Mecca specific thing. It's just this is what she's done so far. She is going into her Excel spreadsheet and she is comparing the cost of what you pay for the for the gift set versus what its value is. And she goes into so much detail. Like she's looking up mills in a product to try to figure out a correct cost comparison between the gift set versus what you would normally buy. Let's be real. None of us are buying holiday sets for anyone else. We're buying them for ourselves. A lot of the time, they're going to be a really good value way to try different things from a brand. At least that's my assumption, but I never like to trust my assumptions because I'm a scientist. I made this. This is a list of all of Mecca's holiday edition fragrance gift sets, plus a few others that I like that weren't limited edition, and their value. No, you can thank me later. You can screenshot this now, or I'll put the link in my bio. There you go. But I want to show you some of my favorites. I need her to do this for the Dior advent calendar. Yes, yes. Well, I mean, just comment. Maybe she will. So she is dividing it up by fragrance, skincare, makeup, etc. At the moment, we're doing Mecca. She's going to do Sephora later. And, like, an example is the... Smashbox do a bunch of mini products in their gift set. The gift set costs $63, but she looked it up and you actually get $98 worth of products. So that's really good value. 
this is what I like to see. Yes. She's like taking it really seriously. If you would like to see the Excel spreadsheets as they grow and change, you can look her up. She's got it linked in her TikTok bio. She also has done some initial like data analysis, which is very cute. Uh, And obviously this is a very small sample size, but she said the biggest surprise was that she assumed that things that were higher price would be better value, Mm. which hasn't really been the case. Um, Obviously the data is skewed because most stuff sits at that lower price point. Like most stuff is under a hundred dollars, but it's still really interesting. So if you would like some more definitive answers without having to do the maths yourself, go check out her account, Peter Marine. Science. Science. Girl math. (laughs) Penny, there's a quote that goes around book talk all the time that Buying books and reading books are two separate ho- <laughs> are two separate hobbies. And I would love to know, before we get too into this segment, are you someone who likes to buy books and not read them? Oh, I've really gotten better at this because I've just had to be honest with myself in recent years <laughs> and just gone, no, a classic, you've got books at home. You got lunch at home, you got books at home. It's so hard when you go to the bookshop and everything's looking so pretty and you're like, I just want to take you home with me. (laughs) And then all of a sudden on your bookshelf, there's like 30 fucking books you've not actually read. I've been on BookTok for a while. This is something I've spoken about before. And one of the things that I learned on BookTok is something called your TBR list, your to be read list. And that identifies those books we're talking about that you bought and you didn't read. So some creators have come up with ways to try to get into that to-be-read list because it can be quite intimidating, right? There's this huge stack and you're like, I don't even know where to start. Mm. So I saw a creator called Indy and she created a lucky dip type scenario where she wrote down all the books that she needs to read and put them in a cup and she drew out what she wanted to read next and she has to stick with it. Uh, she did make a disclaimer at the end that her ADHD means she might change her mind, which is fair <laughs> enough, but I like, I, I like, I like the attempt. Now this caught my attention because I'd actually come, come across a creator before this who had an even more intense version. So if drawing a name from a cup isn't enough for you, if you want to get even more into how to pick your next book to read, Ainsley Diebel has created a Hunger Games style reaping for her (gasps) to be read list, (laughs) which is the most bookish thing I've heard. I can just, like, how does a book volunteer to be tribute? Well, I guess she has to volunteer them herself, <laughs> which does, I suppose, well, I suppose in Hunger Games, it was only bloody, what's her face? Katniss. Katniss, who was like, I volunteer. Normally you don't volunteer. <laughs> so in this case, she has put them in. And I really enjoyed how she broke this down. I have done it, everyone. Welcome to the first monthly book reaping. If you missed the original video, in an attempt to read my physical TBR, I've created a reaping like the Hunger Games for all of my unread books. I've inverted this so you can read this along with me. I have created five districts or genres of books that I will be pulling from. If the book has been sitting on my shelf for zero to three months, its name is only in the reaping once. If it is three months to a year, two entries. If it's a year plus, three entries. You get the gist. So it's more likely to be pulled the longer it's been sitting on my shelf. And I'm going to be picking five tributes, aka five books. 
And so without further ado, let us begin and may the odds be ever in these books' favour. And so each month she's drawing five books, which I'm like, you're a quick, you're a quick reader. Uh, but she picks five books for each month in that reaping. And I just think that is so genius. So creative. I don't have that many books on my to-be-read list, but I feel like some people could use that as a tip. Damn. Okay. Well, I will give this suggestion to people in my life (laughs) who I know need this. They need this wake-up call. There is always that one person who fully, yeah, lives that motto out where buying books is a completely separate hobby. (laughs) This is the first time I've heard it and you know what? It nails it. That's one of my favourite sayings. Yeah. (laughs) Henny, you know what? It's coming to the end of the recording and I actually do have a book I want to go read. (laughs) So that is all we have time for on this week's episode of What's On Your Feed. Thank you so much for listening and let us know how you go with your advent calendars and book reapings. Yes, find us on Instagram and TikTok and also make sure you follow us and give us a review and all that jazz. See ya! Bye! (laughs)